My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. I am Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Sky. And it's that time again. Y'all keep asking, so we keep delivering. That's right. We're going to talk about the shows that we're watching currently and what we think about them. Uh, it's, that's it. It's time for what we're watching. A monthly event with the new <laughs> uh, good times because we're good always times. watching stuff so you it's, know it's true it's true. true so we now do the same ceremony that we do every time <laughs> where jesse's phone informs us what order we will be going in mm-hmm. so take it away <laughs> hey siri yes give me can. a number between one and four it's four all right so okay. you're first Give me a number between one and four. The answer is three. Okay. Oh, then me. Okay. <laughs> Give me a number between one and four. The answer is two. So we're just going in reverse order. Go okay. Reverse age order. Okay, okay. Perfect. Reverse age cool. order. Sky, take it away. <laughs> For the record, the number thing. In case you're unaware of how we do run this, we go by age order since that's that's just something we've always done with kind of like a K-pop group type thing. So if anyone's ever curious, like. Why we're assigned numbers. That's what it is. Yeah, how we figured out <laughs> like, who gets what yeah. number. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like, that's why I'm four. So, so I'm first. I have been watching a heck ton of stuff because Ooh. for some reason, that's just the mode I've been in. I see in my notes here that I did a really funny uh, typo. Instead of oh, doom yeah. at your service, it's coom at your service. <laughs> okay. Whoa, double O. It's not important. Um, I only watched a couple of episodes of that. I recorded recently with K-Bay. So we've, we've all done episodes with them with that theme recently. So mine will be coming out here in a, few, a couple weeks or something. So. I caught up. I didn't keep going after that because I was just distracted with all these other things I've been watching, but I enjoyed it. The episode I did, it was very family oriented. Like it was, the theme was just very family and it was, mm. it was a nice, a nice theme for that episode. Did you get to talk about Kevin? Uncle Kevin. Uncle Kevin. <laughs> Uncle Kevin. <laughs> yeah. I talked all about Uncle Kevin, the actor. I, I think you mean the, uh, the greatest member of this entire show. Who gets like no lines? Yeah, Yeah. why do Kevin? He shows up a couple times though. (laughs) Yes, he's he's an integral part of the show, Kevin. Yeah, so we we talked about Kevin a fair bit actually. (laughs) (laughs) So, a show that I binged a big part of a couple weeks back was I caught up with Bulgasol Mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago, and I am current now again with it too. So, as of this recording, there's two episodes left this weekend. I think. I hope they let me have that. That would be nice, even yeah. though the mm-hmm. Olympics are on. <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't do anything to any know. of the Netflix know. ones, though. Okay. Okay. So, it'll wrap up this weekend, but in this moment in time, there's two episodes left. Bulgasol is a show. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a show. <laughs> it's a show. You're correct, yeah. And... <laughs> Lee June is really good at oh, it. He's, he's incredible, as always. As always. All the acting is very good. I will say that like it's that's well done in my opinion the story it just keeps going in circles like Mm. again and Mm. again and again to where you think you think you build up to something like we're going to accomplish maybe one aspect of all these things right you have a laundry list of things you need to accomplish and you think you're going to get maybe one of them nope we're going to go right back on you know cycle back through it's like hey this is what we're doing 
So th- at that point, I'm like, just give me more Legion screen time because yeah. he's the fun part <laughs> of life. Mm-hmm. And as, as we talked about in the Legion episode, he's not always like scenery chewing or anything because his character is very multifaceted. That's why it's really fun to watch his character. It's, it's a well done show. Like, it's fine. Like, but... the special effects are, are really good on the show. Like, oh, yeah. Technically speaking, the show is excellent. So I did a pretty bit decent binge. I don't remember how many episodes, but it was a fair bit over a couple days. And I was like, maybe it'll feel better when it's a binge. You know, maybe it was just feeling cyclical when it was, yeah, I was watching every wait. week or something. Yeah. No, it felt like that when I was binging it too, really. So no. I was like, okay, that's just the way, that's the way this one goes. And yeah. so I'm on this show, on one. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's <laughs> that, Bulgasol is what made me recently realize the weakness that I have mm-hmm. and I, between Bulgasol and Jury-san. Why yeah. these are the two shows that I kept with while mostly while they were airing is beyond me. What, there are other shows that I actually like legitimately enjoy every single part of and I'm like chomping hmm. at the bit for. But for some reason, I guess I get so excited about those, I put them to the side and then I like don't touch them for a long time because they're like sacred or something. I'm not sure why I do this, but something I've noticed. But when it's a show that I'm not as emotionally tied to, but I'm just curious about and I really want hmm. to know what on earth are they going to do in these last two episodes or something. For some reason that keeps me hooked. No. It's not bad. It's fine. It's just, I realized that to where I'm like, I need to maybe for myself, my time use, prioritize the things I enjoy a little bit more and at least re-pick <laughs> them up more often because that's kind mm-hmm. of sad. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that I haven't finished Taxi Driver is ridiculous. Why am I binging a show that I don't love? And why haven't I finished a show that I actually you could just, really like, did enjoy? Drop like, all the and read the like spoilers yeah right yeah like, on with that, your life like that's what i should do i'm not saying it's like a new year's resolution at this point but <laughs> i realized it knowing is half the battle or more right so mm-hmm. we will see if i do better reset is a chinese drama it is on vicky it might also be on ichi if i remember right it is a time travel drama Ooh, fun. time loop Drama. Mm-hmm. Let me be more specific. Time loop. So Groundhog's Day, essentially, but not as funny. I am only two episodes in, so I can't say a ton about it, but I've heard really good things. Um, yeah, me too. One of our listeners, Liliana, she re- recently mentioned that it's mm. that she finished it and it carried twists and turns throughout. So that actually mm. makes me really be willing to keep with it. No. But the main actor guy, he is from... Oh, there's going to be no way I'm going to remember the name of the C-drama. Whatever C-drama it was that I was obsessed with last year that involved the military. Like, oh. she she was a doctor. She was like an e- a doctor. Oh, and he yeah. was, he was like SWAT team type. And they would always have, it was always like rescue I feel like Annie is listening to us right now screaming at her. She She's yeah. telling you what it is right now. But the, the, the thing <laughs> is... If the C dramas would actually have more unique names between them without having right. the word love for the five billionth time, oh. you remember them? Because <laughs> at least at least reset. I'm like that makes sense. Time loop drama yeah. like that. That mm-hmm. okay. Me. So the dude from whatever that rescue show was that I really liked. <laughs> that you are my hero. 
Yes. Okay. That it didn't even have love in it. I can't blame it. I'm sorry. That actually is a really good description. Hero. Hero. Hero is pretty. You just hear Natalia hilariously googling in the background, like because you are my hero could be so many C drama rom coms. It's true. It's true. It probably already is, right? Yeah, probably. But at least that one is to what those characters do so that's that's good that's helpful um sorry set it is interesting i'm just not far enough to have a huge opinion about it other than i thought what i saw of the time loop it was interesting it was cool so i will definitely keep with it just whenever i feel like it i'm also watching a thai show switch on Mm. it is on vicky it might be elsewhere but i know it's on vicky and it is a remake of w the K-drama. Oh, that's W2 Worlds of K-drama. So W, the whole crux of W is that there's a webtoon world that one of the main characters enters into and things like that. So Switch On does a video game instead. Aspects of it make that incredibly different. So the video game, it's still a very narrative-based video game. So, I mean, it's kind of mm. still the same. Entering into a story there's aspects that are really different. I, I do want to say something that's in the first episode doesn't ruin anything. A lot of it's very blow by blow of W on some level. Tonally, it's totally different. It is lighter. It is a lot lighter than W. I actually really prefer W's darkness when it chose to be dark. I'm not done with it. I'm probably half done, but tonally it's, it feels lighter just the way they handle things. So in W, the main fictional character is a Olympic gun shooter person um and that's a big crux of like his story and stuff and switch on it's pretty early introduced that so is this switch on fictional character in his video game story but they make it to where he's like really crappy at it so he's like a professional marksman but he can't hit a bullseye and he's like really bad i was so confused by this they ran with it a little and then they kind of dropped it it kind of didn't end up being a huge part of what was going on anyway maybe if it's a video game because he hasn't leveled up yet but like if someone wants to correct me it's totally cool (laughs) but as far as what i understood it was like he was really crappy at it and i don't he might have gotten better later on but they never showed him being better and he wasn't like an olympian or anything he was but he was on the national team somehow but he sure seemed like he wasn't is involved with it. It was just funny that they kept that aspect when it doesn't seem like they really wanted to. It was just a very funny part to me. Like, why did you keep it? Because they had a scene that showed him, like, being really bad at it. And I was like, I don't really understand why we're doing this. So that's just an aspect of, like, kind of funny. There's an actor in that show that he is, maybe he's American or European or something. Definitely white dude. But he can speak Thai like Nolan's beeswax, as far as I can tell. That's very in Thai dramas. Because there there are a lot of uh, German, especially German men, who move to Thailand and marry Thai women. Because he was like the main business partner, blah, blah, blah. Mm. So you see him a lot. So I I really enjoy Switch On, but I'm only like halfway through it. I finished Tinted With You. Yay! Yay. Which is the (laughs) super short... BL K-drama web series that Aces June is in. It's really cute. Finish that one. There's not much to say about it without like spoiling things, but no, it's very short. So (laughs) it really like we'll say two things and then we're (laughs) and then you'll say most of it's a historical. That's all we can really say. 
<laughs> and they, but like the costumes and stuff were pre- like, it was all pretty good for like a web drama, mm. I it's thought. Got, like a hint of a uh, splash splash love or whatever it's mm. called with mm. our girl. I mean, I really enjoyed it. I think I had watched just the first two episodes and then I was like, I'm going to pick that up when it's done. Super, super short episodes. I really yeah. do recommend just binging those if you can. Yeah, yeah. make it a movie instead of a mm-hmm. waiting like I did. <laughs> or, I yeah. usually wait with those Vicky ones because they always release it as a, a, a movie version mm-hmm. later. So I usually yeah. wait and just watch that rather than every, you know, three minutes. It's like, oh, next episode, next episode. Like, and then going through the theme song like, the seventh <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. Which exactly when your episode is maybe less than 10 minutes, sometimes it's like, like wow, um, that theme song's really long there. <laughs> can I hurry this up? Should we? <laughs> A little just like get get with it now. Like we don't need this. <laughs> uh I did watch another uh BL series, but I did watch the movie version of it. I watched it on Netflix, but I know I think it's on Vicky as well wish you mm-hmm. and then the subtitle mm-hmm. is like your melody from the heart yeah i yeah. watched the movie version over on netflix i liked the movie version it felt very 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 seamless and it was great but it was cute it was about musicians i, I don't want to ruin anything else about it but it was about mm-hmm. musicians it was very subtle i enjoyed how subtle and well well acted mm-hmm. it was and the music was pretty good so those are my little web dramas i think that i watched I randomly decided to pick up the J drama Incurable Case of Love or Love Lasts Forever, whichever you want to call it. There's also a Japanese title for it. It is the one that's about essentially a very tsundere doctor and a nurse. Mm. Plucky, hardworking nurse. Yeah. And a doctor who is kind and of a jerk the, yeah. in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, he's a bit of, bit of, bit of a dick. Bit of a dick. Yep. Good. So it was really cute. It's one of those things where if, it's, if you saw that relationship in real life, you'd be like, I would have some concerns, but this is fiction, so I don't have to sit here and worry about it. <laughs> it's true. It's one of those yeah, rom-coms. Because to know. me, rom- rom-coms yeah. kind of fall in two aspects, in my opinion, with that. There's the ones that are like, oh, this actually feels realistic, and like it's a nice portrayal of what you would hope a relationship would be, or a healthy and relationship. You're, like, that could be a happy ever after. Mm-hmm. Right. But- a lot of times you're like, mm, mm, do we actually have <laughs> happily ever after? Even though we, <laughs> no. you say it is right now. This, this feels like a happy for now. <laughs> I don't see you together a year from now. Right. Well, so this one, I, I really did enjoy it. But even an aspect is like, they met when she was in high school and he was seen- already a doctor. Yeah, her senior year of high school. But it was not not a romantic thing at all. It was a CPR type situation. Not with them, with somebody else. But she like fell in love with pretty much the idea of becoming a nurse or something. Mm -hmm. But like that interaction is what inspired her. But she pretty much became a nurse to meet him again. So there's aspects like it's the type of drama that you go, I really hope no one makes actual life choices like this. (laughs) Because that's really a bad plan. Don't do that. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But it was cute. <laughs> then he ended up, of course, not being a jerk forever. So that's always kind of a crux for me. If someone is a jerk the whole time, I'm like, I'm not going to finish this show. I can't handle those. Because if it's just like they change in the last like two episodes or something, you're like, mm, nobody nah, can change that fast. No, <laughs> exactly. And I guess I did like he was a he was a slow thaw 
it all came from grief and they would ex- like they got into mm. they got into all of it which is the good thing and then she essentially had to grow up too like just yeah. within her job and stuff so there was development on both sides it's always a plus now i will say about this show there's a separate series that is like a sequel mm-hmm. or side stories to this show so i gotta talk about these side stories for a second have, have you watched it, Natalia? No, I haven't seen the side stories. I only watched the main the main bit. I got to tell you the bit about this side story thing. What is cool about it is it kind of shows a little bit more of like the side characters and stuff. And they're very short. But they, they introduce a whole new supernatural element to it, kind of. Within the actual show, there's what? this moment. Yeah. There's this moment that she goes and visits a temple that has a lucky cat. And then she ends up getting a tiny lucky cat, fortune cat thing that she sometimes talks to. Okay, you remember that in the main show, Natalia, yeah. at all? In the side stories, they take that little thing and they blow it up to where there's this new character that's... And actually, I guess he, the actor was in the main show twice as a waiter. And then at the very end, he ends up popping up as a nurse. But as different characters? Well, is, so are like, you supposed to think that the waiter is the nurse? I think you're supposed to rec- I think you're supposed to recognize him because at the very end it goes like I just wanted to join you guys or something. I'm like, he doesn't look familiar. So I went and looked on his MDL and I'm like, so he's he was a waiter man. or something. He's this cutie with kind of like curlyish hair. It's like I would have recognized him if he was around more. You were supposed to remember that he existed at some point. So I'm like, did I space on that? So anyway, for the side stories. They at first have like a really cozy little bar eatery thing that he runs. But what they show it as is they first always show the little stat, a, a largest statue of a lucky fortune cat thing. A character will pass by, they make the statue turn a little bit, and then all of a sudden they cut to this dude. So he's like the lucky cat relationship yeah. advice god. <laughs> okay. but that's not the best part of it so all the other characters are the hospital characters that you see in the main show and it's the exact same love lines and stuff that you just get a little bit more on so he's like do you want your like relationship fortune told and he's not like i'm a god but he's just saying like i tell fortunes do you want one they didn't see him change from the cat thing they just think he's a normal waiter they're like sure whatever in order for him to tell the fortune though all of a sudden he breaks into a dance a song and dance involving like cat paw wrist bald fist thing like that's why this is really hard to explain so every time before he tells a fortune he does this elaborate dance the exact same dance to the exact same song so each up each side story episode is a different person that he's telling their fortune and therefore you see a different aspect of all these stories so you have this little bar for like a few of the side story episodes. Then for some reason, a few episodes in, it changes to like a fancy bar, like a really expensive looking bar. And then he's like more of a bartender there with like the whole get up and stuff. But sure enough, he's still doing his weird little dance. And so some of the characters, whenever he starts this dance, they're like, what are you doing? Like, this is super <laughs> weird. And they'll get like super embarrassed or sometimes other servers will like get involved in his dance too it is the weirdest thing it ends up becoming such a part of these tiny little episodes that i mean he takes up more time than 
the love line actual characters that you're and it doesn't make any sense show. it doesn't make any sense why they did this i don't know and i'm sorry that i've taken so much time to talk about it but it's just really odd listen, sometimes <laughs> things are just so mystifying that you can't help but like you're like listen it sounds like a fever dream that i, I, I guess <laughs> one other side thing I there was one of those side episodes they also showed him in the past like okay. With oh, historical mean, get up and stuff too. Might so as like, well. Might as well. If you're if you're and already got him doing mystical dances, like yeah. I mean sure. oh, actually I forgot. So when he tells the fortune, he does the dance, and at the very end of the dance, he does this like yell, this meowing yell thing, and the camera zooms in on him and all of a sudden he disappears and then he appears behind them doing like the calligraphy vertical fortune oh. on, on, a, on an official paper thing and he shows them the fortune what? each time he will appear behind them and they're always like where did he go this weird thing just saying <laughs> just never know with j dramas i'm gonna be real it's like, very true it's so wild true shit. Wild shit. but, but I, I kind of appreciate like let's say that you didn't like that you weren't into the weird cat man dancing thing you don't have to. It's a side story thing. You can totally ignore the existence of that stuff. You have you already have your entire show, so it's fine. Then for some reason, I was using the K drama hyena gifs on mm-hmm. Twitter. And so then I was like, I really want to rewatch hyena, but I really don't want to go through all of it. This is the one time I have gone through and like pretty much OTP scenes. I'm going to watch every scene that the main <laughs> two characters are in We've or any scene there, that man. I know like, was fun. Exactly. Sometimes it was fun. It's it's still t- it took me actually a very long time to watch that version of the show. There was a lot to watch, but there's so much politics and lawyer stuff in that show that like mm. another reason I did that is since then I have learned that one of them pretty much one of the main other actors he's a really awful person like pedophile mm. level of awful mm. and he's just mm. in so many shows like he's even in sense eight and stuff i mean that's unfortunate freaking dude is inescapable and he's like the main he takes up a lot of screen time in hyena to where mm-hmm. he's usually the boring scenes anyway to where i'm like mm, i don't need to give him any time like skipping yeah. off it. just him is a lot of the show <laughs> Yeah. Hyena is such a strange show, really, as far as very serious lawyer things, which are sometimes criminal level. One time they deal with the cult, a lot of times with businesses is very doesn't really make sense. And even the silly and the serious of the relationship aspect is very interesting. But like it's really fun. So that's why I wanted to watch it. And it was fun again. So then I was in a rewatching mood and I decided to find the first Asian drama I ever watched four years ago because I'm coming up. I think pretty much February was when I started randomly watching Taiwanese dramas on Netflix four years ago. I think Murphy's Law of Love was the very first one I watched. And Hmm. so it used to be on Netflix. It's not on Netflix anymore. Sorry, everybody. A lot of the Taiwanese shows from that era yeah. are not on there anymore. There are a few that still are, but I really realized I'm like, wow, a lot of them got yanked. Like, And it feels like that used to be almost all there was. Like, if you were into Asian dramas on Netflix, it was, it was a Taiwanese lot of Taiwanese dramas. stuff. And yeah. plus, plus, like, 
boys over flowers and airs. <laughs> yeah. like there was there was not there's not much Korean at the time. Now I no. wonder if this has to do with the fact that they're getting more mainland Chinese stuff, and so they had to like compromise, you know, because you know China. Well, Listen, I don't know for sure, but that would make sense. It me. probably also is just like there was a bunch of stuff that had already been there for like a yeah, number for a while, for a while mm-hmm. and it was their contract period for their licensing. And it just, because they yeah. do have some airing stuff, Taiwanese stuff sometimes. So maybe they're mm-hmm. kind of focusing on that or I don't know. There used to be a handful of Taiwanese dramas, older ones that I hadn't even watched, but you know how their genre tags aren't great anyway yeah. it doesn't catch everything yeah but I, I even started going i was like okay where did all the air aaron yan like where did, where did all his stuff go it's mostly mm-hmm. gone there's only one of the george hugh dramas left like and so there are even other ones i used to see all the time i was like is romance still there no like i mean just on down the list of stuff romance. that i remember being there so it's mostly over on vicky i think a lot of them are probably even free on vicky Three were on my mind that I wanted to see. I wanted to see Murphy's Law of Love. The reason I wanted to rewatch it, I really, really enjoyed it when I watched it the first go around, but I wondered if it was because it was just my first Asian drama Mm -hmm. that I was so charmed by it. Mm -hmm. And I wondered if maybe there were more problematic aspects than things. You know, I know more about things now and I'm more aware of things to where Mm -hmm. I wanted to see does this still hold up? Is it, would I really want to recommend it to somebody or is it really just like in my mind it was fun? So nostalgia sort of thing. Right. And I blew through that so quick and it was so fun. Oh my gosh. But here is the thing about it. It doesn't really have any problems, but there's a big part of the show. Just like I was saying earlier about rom-coms for me, to me, there's two different types of rom-coms. Rom-coms that seem like, oh, this is actually a charming couple. They would maybe be in a halfway healthy relationship in real life if they were real people. Mm-hmm. And then there's the, I have concerns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, this is, mm-hmm. this is fun escapism, but this, this ain't. This I'm a ain't, concerned parent right, right now. <laughs> this is a blueprint for successful relationships. So Murphy's Law of Love is a really good example for me of if you are going in with your brain turned on, it's not that you have like huge, awful concerns. You can even be kind of charmed with it for a big part of the show. But what's nice about it is the female character, she is a, she's a psychologist and she does work at a matchmaking agency for quite a bit of the show. She's a psychologist to begin with at a hospital and she, she went through a breakup and then she realized that she wanted to, she wanted to learn about love and relationships and that she wanted to help people to kind of feel herself essentially. And then the guy is like a Sundari dude that runs right across the street, a divorce agency that helps people throw Mm. parties when they're having a divorce. (laughs) So. Okay. (laughs) The thing I want to say about it. I like this setup though. I have to admit. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So, and though it's charming, you definitely have concerns like, there keep on being issues to the point where like, this isn't a sustainable relationship. You think that is the viewer, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And spoiler, she eventually says that too, because she has a brain. Like she eventually realizes I'm too involved and this is not healthy. My doctor side says, shouldn't like, I love you, but this is not a thing. And so then they have a few episodes of like, they really did legitimately break up and they were not playing on getting back together, but then they did develop as people and like, 
and eventually get back together again. But this isn't a spoiler; it's a rom com. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean how these things work. So the the reason I even say all that though is like it was a very self aware drama in the end, mm-hmm. right? To where mm-hmm. it showed issues. It didn't just keep on with those issues and put them under a rug. It was like, no, this isn't okay. I, I didn't remember any of that. I remembered three-fourths of the show really well even certain <laughs> like certain events they threw like the matchmaking she would have cute little parties doing things I was like I remembered all that stuff but then I had totally forgotten the like really legitimately good part at the end of things so fun show it's on Vicky if you're into that type of thing if you get into liking that actor you are not going to find a ton of stuff on him so then the two other dramas that I wanted to pick up were going to be Fabulous Boys and You're Beautiful is what I wanted to watch. So Fabulous Boys is the remake of your, is the Taiwanese remake of the K-drama You're Beautiful. Fabulous Boys no longer exists on any legal platforms. I am crying. That was like my thing. So You're Beautiful, my experience with it is I had watched Fabulous Boys first, the entirety of it, and then You're Beautiful whenever I finally it was the first thing I tried K-drama side four years ago. And so I only watched a little bit of it because it felt like a blow-by-blow reshoot. When I was just getting into K-dramas, I was like, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to spend all my time re-watching the exact same show that I've just finished. Sure. Uh, so now I'm watching the entirety of You're Beautiful, which is a trip. Let me tell you what. A trip to the past. <laughs> um, it really is. It really is a trip to the past. And it makes me realize... My taste in fashion is very dated. And then it makes you realize, like, I like some of these clothes. That's that's a problem, probably. But listen, that um, suit was dapper, and we all know it. It's only a problem because most of them are probably really expensive. It doesn't matter if they're outdated. It just made me realize I was like, I I really like those back in the day band outfits they used to wear. I was into that stuff. They talked about pogs. And I was losing my mind about that a lot. <laughs> there, there's this whole like little story about pogs and how they're on pogs. And it's like this thing and it just cracking up so much. Yeah, really fun. Really having a like, really good time with that. I'm still watching it. It's not an objectively good show, which is fine. <laughs> That's okay. It's a charming yeah. show. Listen, I'm not, I mean, you have to watch things that are just all good. No. Or it's true. Something you absolutely love. You can have mediocre watches and be fine. So it is the type of rom-com that is squarely in the I have concerns department. (laughs) And as long as you understand that. Yes. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. There's a lot to say there, but Mm -hmm. I've taken up way too much time already. So that is what I'm currently watching. Okay. So it's me, right? Yep. Okay. My, I'm not going to talk a lot about it. But my extensive watch of Young Lady and Gentleman continues. We are in the <laughs> 30s of the episode, which means we're in the later half of this series. Um, we'll steam it's ahead. turned into a parody at this point because the extent of horror that people have that a 27-year-old and a 40-year-old are dating is laughable at this point. They're acting like she's dating a serial rapist, not a slightly older single father. Like, I, I can't. It's, like, it's, 
it's so over the top but like I can't especially when myself. you know the like ages of yeah. all actors and every yeah, other like, drama they're, ever they're like, uh-huh. it, like you obviously like, don't the, care about it like it's, it's like there's like this point where like the father who you clearly know was like the daughter's age when he had her is like oh she's she's so young she can't be a stepmother and you're just like you had you were a single father at her you know what <laughs> it's fine I'm just like I'm moving on but like I can't stop with this show I can't stop it's like it's <laughs> fucking crack I can't get out of it oh moving on that's all I'm gonna say about young lady and gentlemen but it's been like what we're out we're now on like the fourth like what we're watching that I've still been watching this show. <laughs> okay. So back when it first started airing, I started watching Bad and Crazy and then I just stopped after the first episode. We're actually halfway through the first episode because like I was it just like wasn't in the mood. But I picked it back up and the second half of the show is real good. So I've been really enjoying it. I'm on like episode 10 right now. And so you're like, like at the end, I am, right? It's only yeah, 12 episodes. Yeah, I'm almost yeah. done. So it's I'm like really into it. So I've really been enjoying it. Um, I think the acting is fantastic. It's a weird show. Like it, I, I will be honest, like it's it's basically like, what if this police procedural was unhinged in every possible way? Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of into it. So I'm really enjoying that. I also picked up and watched the entirety of a 10 episode rom-com. Uh, on Kokola called Please Don't Date Him. But the actual title of this show should be Dating Straight Men is a Fucking Landmine Field. Because <laughs> it's lit, like, that's literally like just, there's like one nice guy in the whole thing. And it's just like, it follow, okay, this is, all happens in the first episode. So I'm not going to like, this is literally the, the synopsis. This girl is like a software engineer for trying to wake a smart fridge and due to shenanigans, because it's always shenanigans, always. Um, accidentally a like intelligent grade chip is like installed on this smart fridge. And suddenly this smart fridge, if what it was supposed to do was that if you say like a little bit about yourself and what you ate, it would tell you like, here's a suggestion for what you should eat, but instead starts accessing everyone's personal information and telling her like all of this stuff about people that she shouldn't know. So she then finds out that her fiance, they're like a month away from getting married, has been sharing intimate photos of her with his like bros had installed like like a safety camera but had been accessing all the like the footage and like sharing it so she's like not on my watch so she like dumps him rightfully good but then she meets a bit of a technophobic uh, a firefighter who doesn't have any online presence so like the fridge cannot help her she's gonna have to do it <laughs> on her own he's a good guy. anyway it's like i've seen the first first like two episodes of that it feels like a black mirror episode a little like bit it's, it's, <laughs> like, the, the show 
I really enjoyed it. I have to say, like, the show, I really enjoyed it. It gets a lot darker than, like, <laughs> you would expect from the premise. <laughs> like, shit goes down in this show. <laughs> like, it's really fun. Um, it has the guy, the guy playing the firefighter was the dude from the show Imitation. Uh, he used to be in a very small group that I believe is disbanded, but... um, The award-winning idol show. Imitation. Yeah, it's... it was fun like it was a fun show and it was well acted and it was like the ending was a little like cheesy okay the show was cheesy I'm gonna say it but like fun cheesy like really inoffensively cheesy and luckily this wasn't one of those where you're like wow this relationship would fail in real life like at the end you're like yeah (laughs) yeah I think they'd survive (laughs) It also has like two of her best friends, like their, their relationships, who knows? Like, I'm not going to make any judgments. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> she shook her head. Audience, she shook her head. <laughs> but it was fun. It was really fun. Very silly. I started watching the the new vampire BL K-drama. Oh yeah, Kissable Lips. Kissable Lips, which I tried to watch episode two. Um, so I saw episode one. It's so cheesy like it's so you're just like okay I see I see what we're watching here like I tried to watch episode two which is 11 minutes long but it is still not fully subbed (laughs) (laughs) um so le shock le gasp um also on viki I watched the I watched two J dramas Rinko San wants to try very cute very Mm -hmm. spicy Loved it. It was it was delightful. Then I started this other one called Can't Run Away From Love. Now, I don't know why these choices were made, but the pacing on this show is incomprehensibly bad. <laughs> like, you're just like, what? Like, what is, what is this timeline? Like, what are these events happening? Also, the guy is awful. Like it's like maybe you should run away from love. Yeah, like yeah. maybe you should <laughs> run, run away, away from, from this you can't, love. but like, sometimes you should. Yeah, like and I'm just like, oh my sweet. Baby. Maybe you should get a restraining order from Don't love. be afraid to run away. <laughs> like it's just it's not like you know, he's not like abusive or anything, but he's just like kind of a dick. <laughs> just like I'm like, yeah, he's cute, but he ain't that cute. You know what I mean? Like he's not forgivably cute. I have also been rewatching a few things. I because I've been sick, and when you're sick, you like rewatching things sometimes. Mm-hmm. When you're me, um, true. so I've been rewatching until we meet again because they just recently added it onto uh, Viki. So now I don't have to watch it in every episode being four parts, which is very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Helps because on YouTube that's how it's made. Uh, it's still as delightful as the first thirty times I watched it. Jess absolutely sweet but uh if you have never seen it there is a suicide trigger warning and this isn't a spoiler because it happens in the first 30 seconds of the show so be warned about that but it is is a very good reincarnation true love yada yada very nice I've also rewatched. okay this I have to admit this is like one of my favorite rom-com k-dramas but I can't I can't you're gonna say something else I really thought (laughs) 
It yeah. starts with a T-H. <laughs> no, 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 so I rewatched, this is one of my favorite rom-com K-dramas, but I'm not going to like say it's good. I don't know what about it is so charming to me personally, All but I things. find it excessively charming. I think because I kind of really relate with the female main character in a terrible way that I'm not going to get into now because that's my own problem but I've been re-watching Beautiful Gangsham or My Fair Lady Gangsham um which I just I love uh it's Namgung Min at his most unhinged that you've ever seen like you thought he was unhinged in like Chief Kim no that was just a warm-up for how ridiculous of a human he's going to be in this he plays like a semi-homeless lawyer um who's just sort of like a local layabout who's also just a low-cost lawyer and who wants to rent a rooftop room from a unemployed girl who is sort of like treated like shit by her family because her older sister is better than her in every single way and it's to the point that she's so stressed that her hair is falling out so she has to wear a wig I know this sounds really depressing, but it's actually quite funny and charming, but very not, you're, you're not watching this show because you want some hard hitting life truth, life truth. Like it's, <laughs> it's one step away from a soap opera mixed with a sitcom. Like that's what you're going to get. I also watched All of Us Are Dead, but I'm not going to talk about that because yeah. we may have like, you know, may have a spoiler episode coming spoiler later episode on this coming. week. Um, <laughs> and for the, my final two things, I continue to watch on, it's on YouTube, uh, Not Me, which is so good. Like the first two episodes did not actually prepare me for how good this show was going to be. It's taken on like a wild turn. Um, it's about basically a group of college students who are literal social justice warriors. Like they're out there trying to take down this you know dude this you know corrupt dude's enterprise but one of them is impersonating his twin brother who is in a coma because he's trying to figure out what happened to his twin brother wow um yeah and uh it's really good um and then finally i have uh, kept up with the absolutely fashion forward uh f4 thailand now, if you haven't started F4 Thailand, it is a re- it's a remake of Boys Over Flowers. And if you remember, Lee Min Ho's character in Boys Over Flowers had questionable fashion. That is not questionable fashion. That's it is good high fashion. fashion, okay? <laughs> yeah, high fashion. You, you remember like the fur, the everything. Um, the main guy character on this show, fashion is on acid. Like, <laughs> we're talking like a tiger print fur coat mixed with a leopard print like oversized Hawaiian shirt tucked into <laughs> pleated khakis with diamond studded like shoes and a fanny pack and then we're like yeah this guy is like this wealthy is, like, you know rich young like rich this 18 year old dress like like, <laughs> yeah. like it is I know I should talk about other things. It's actually very, it's a very enjoyable version of the same story that everyone has made a ver- every country has made a version of. Literally every country. But it just, every time I watch a new episode, I'm just like, 
who is coming up with these outfits? Like there's even in the last episode, there was like a whole thing where he's like stressfully picking out the perfect outfit. And then he just shows up in the most violently offensive outfit you've ever seen. Like that's him like working hard at his fashion. Like, and his three friends are so fashionable. I no, he's just doing what he's doing. <laughs> with, with, he's living his own stuff. life and you know kudos for stuff. that um it's it's the show is surprisingly charming and it really shouldn't be because it just shouldn't be but like it yeah. is um <laughs> i put it off purely because it only airs the one um yeah, one episode, episode a week. week so it's not until like april we're finishing it yeah. so i was like why hold off then I can watch a couple episodes a week and then like hit it when yeah. it's done. Like it's literally the same story that it always is. Yeah. Like they don't, <laughs> you know, like they've made some changes to like bring it to the modern age and it like those changes really <laughs> work, but it's like, it's not even like Boys Over Flowers is that old. Like it's I know, old, but like, but like- <laughs> things, have, things have changed in the 10 years since Boys Over Flowers came out technologically. And I such. know, but it just, mm-hmm. we don't need to be reminded of the 10 years. <laughs> True. Not. Uh, like, it, is, day. It, is, it is charming. Like mm-hmm. the, I, I find like the, the, the female lead is very fun, very good. In, in the last episode, they had the plot, the Boys Over Flowers plot, where they go on a double date with the with her friend and her mm. friend's douchey boyfriend. Um, and, oh, they pulled out poor Gunsmile again. Oh, like, The douchey Gunsmile. boyfriend once Aww. more. He can't escape. He always gets dragged into this. Like, listen, he always plays the douchey dude, whether gay or straight, or that don't matter. He's going to show like- up and say douchey or dumbass things. Or he's the gangster. <laughs> like, yeah, he, he has to does he have a gangster face or something? No, he doesn't. He looks like a totally normal dude. I don't. He's got a big <laughs> face, like he's kind of got a, he's a bigger just guy. Keep it up. Big, yeah, but and it's funny because fun if you it. like watch any of his socials, he's like the biggest puff of sugar. He's just yeah. sweet and uh, soft, and you're like, why? Just give him my rom com. Let him be a lead for crying out loud. <laughs> adorable, but and in in very brief. Other Thai entertainment news this morning, our favorite Thai Australian man, Perth, posted a video of him trying Mexican snacks on YouTube, and it's as sweet and delightful as you would expect it is until he eats salted plums. And then his whole life collapses. Maybe. He'll be he'll be in uh Kin Porsche coming soon. Yeah. Coming soon. Coming soon. Actually, coming in April. Coming in April. Coming in April. Uh, Jesse, what have you been watching? So I haven't been watching a ton of Asian content. I started to because I was preparing for the June episode. Uh, So if you want to hear my thoughts on Heard It Through the Great Fine, which I thought was great, it's there. (laughs) But then I kind of like have like slowly kind of drifted away and have been watching other things um but other things that I watched we already talked about tinted with you I thought it was fine I mean what what can you do with like 60 minutes of time <laughs> like it's just a yeah. short little thing um right. and then of course all of us are dead spoiler alert 
I liked it. So <laughs> we'll, we'll talk more about it later on in the week. Um, yeah. And then stay, stay tuned. Stay yeah, tuned. stay tuned. Yes. Stay tuned. Uh, I did end up watching the J drama, The Journalist, which is on Netflix. It was one of the things that they were picking up for a Netflix produced, I guess, thing. It dropped all of its episodes on the, the day it came out. So it's about corruption and a journalist who is trying to find out the story uh, but it's got this really great focus on humanity because a lot of things kind of happen because of the cover-up and it like focuses kind of more on the, the lower people who are forced to do things to help the higher ups cover up mm. and their um, moral dilemmas in a very realistic way moral dilemmas the corruption was heavy in that it was the central plot of the story but it was more of like it was just always there in the background and everything else was about the stories of the people there and like the journalists aren't heightened just trying to find the scoop type thing it's very human and real and I, I really enjoyed it it is based on a movie or at least sort of based on a movie I don't know how like close they are in like terms of like what they do but it's kind of like a, the same storyline but I highly enjoyed it so I recommend it if you can watch it on Netflix I think it's really good some other things that I started watching I decided to do this thing which I was going to do it monthly but now that I haven't finished it it's kind of monthly thing somewhat it's a month-ish uh, mm-hmm. where I uh, watch a drama that I've had on my list for a really long time. Like I have a, like a good couple of dramas that I've wanted to watch and they're at the top of my list, but I like always favor something current or something for the podcast or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it gets pushed aside. So I'm trying to focus on those. And so the first one that I picked was the K drama version of mother. It is the remake of the Japanese one. I think the Japanese one is first. I think so. Yeah. I think, I think they're also like pretty close in the similar story. Uh, It is about a teacher who uh, kind of befriends a student who you find out has been abused by her mom and her mom's boyfriend. And the teacher decides to kidnap the kid to get her away from the situation. It's kind of about the journey they go on and that sort of thing it's really heavy but also really good I'm about halfway through it I don't want to give like too much away but it, you know it has more about like the lives of the other characters and kind of like some of the things that were happening with the relationship of the real mother and that sort of thing um, but it's very very good if you are looking for something like that I am watching on Vicky I think it's the Vicky and Cocoa, they can't remember. They might be on both of them, but it's they're, it's easy to find. I really want to watch Vampire Detective. I can't. <laughs> I've tried since we posted the June episode. I've tried multiple times. Um, so I'm keeping it on my list because I want to watch it. We'll see. It's a thing. I started a Japanese drama called Deep Crime Unit. It's kind of like a sort of procedural. It's, it's airing right now. So I've only watched the like first two episodes. It is about a 
crime unit that focuses on obviously it's like the sea they're like an ocean unit they're kind of like I guess potentially like coast guard but mm. not I think Japan has a coast guard but they're like a step higher in terms of team like mm. they talk about how it's like a very small group of people and they were trained by navy seals like u.s navy seals so they're kind of like more trained and it's it's got that kind of classic procedural type vibe to it where you know things happen and there's explosions and all that good stuff <laughs> um i really haven't been watching that's like it uh, i hope to start some of the stuff that I wanted to watch because I wanted to watch Through the Darkness and I was about to and then uh, I found out they were taking a hiatus for the next couple weeks because of the Olympics Mm. Uh, so it's going to be another couple I think right now it's two weeks before they start the rest the other half of the show so I'm going to take this time to kind of catch up on it and hopefully catch it when it starts airing again and then there's a couple of other shows but I've been mostly watching like other things and watching random things in the background, like bones, because that's what I do. <laughs> Just watch random yeah. things. Yeah. For through the for through the darkness, I saw that uh, Kim Nam Gil on his YouTube channel, like he was going to be putting out content during the hiatus. Oh, they're not sure yet if it's going to be subbed in English. So like. Mm-hmm. That's how uh, they get you. Yeah. But <laughs> I like he's gonna be I don't know if I, I, I didn't go in deep since I'm not watching it, but yeah. like that seems to be a thing. So I, I just wanted cool. to mention that. Hmm. Yeah. I might check it out unless it's something that I shouldn't be watching having not watched right. the episodes. It's based on a book that was written by well, co-written. I think he also the guy wrote it with a Japanese profiler, but they're like the first Asian crime profilers like respectively Hmm. from korea and japan and it's based on their work that they've done in the past in in this book so he's that's the character he's portraying in the show it's a the first crime profiler so it's a crime thriller Um, cool yeah the the cool thing about kim nam gil is like he has this um i think it's a not-profit that he started called gil story he's all about like telling stories and stuff and so that's why i I think he's gonna be having i don't remember if his interviews or what but it's i think it's kind of about those profilers yeah he yeah he probably could there i mean they're still around i know they there is a netflix uh documentary i think it's a kind of loose series that like netflix is doing i don't know if it's like considered an actual series but they've been putting out a lot of like crime documentaries and i think it's along the same like Mm grouping um but they did it on the uh yellow raincoat killer whatever oh yeah um Mm -hmm. and the profiler was on that case so he's in that they've uh they were interviewing him in that one so wow yeah he's still around and accessible so i could see them Uh putting up stuff it'd be cool if they did Uh yeah he did i um also haven't been watching a whole lot I kind of hit the end of the year and went, I haven't finished these dramas and they're really good dramas. Like things like F4 and Idol 
the coop stuff that I'm enjoying. I am legitimately mm-hmm. enjoying could not press play on any of them. So mm-hmm. I just said, you know what? I'm just going to put everything in the hold list and maybe we'll revisit this later. And I started new things, looked for new things to start. I randomly opened Aishii last night and realized that I was halfway through this Chinese movie. And I was like, oh, maybe I should finish that. I started it back up and I was like, oh, there's a reason why I'm not finished this. It's so (laughs) bad. And it it doesn't exist anywhere on the internet. It's called Racer of Life. It's about motorcycle racing. And I was like, all right, motorcycle racing. I'm trying to look this thing up. It's nowhere. Kaiser Sose of like movies. It does not (laughs) exist. Like it's not on MDL. It's not on Asian Wiki. It's nowhere. I tried like reverse looking it up because I she has like the actors listed, right? I looked them up. They got nothing like this, like listed anywhere in any. I'm like, all right. And then you know, you're watching it and you're like, oh, okay. It's sort of not good. There's a lot going on. And it's not told particularly well. And it jumps a lot. (laughs) Like the basic premise is this guy was raised in Japan by his mom. And she was a motorcycle enthusiast and and racer. And he also races motorcycles. And then she dies in an accident. And he basically collapses from grief. And then this sister that he didn't know existed comes by and says, I'm your sister. Your dad's back in China. He wants to see you. You know, you're an orphan now. He's like 30, but you know, you're an orphan now. So come see dad because it's important to him. He, for some reason, I don't know if he doesn't have his, I don't know what the reasoning is. He sneaks back into China. Like he hides (laughs) on a Fisher trolley or something and sneaks into China to go find his dad. But then finds some random mechanic guy and they decide that he's going to live his mother's dream of this this crazy race through the mountains that you know you're probably gonna die but whatever why not (laughs) and then a random girl shows up and she's also good and it's very much like somebody watched fast and the furious but like maybe watched like three or four fast and the furious movies without subtitles like it's <laughs> going on and they said yes that's what we should do <laughs> and then cut it together like it was a music video so like it doesn't <laughs> you know like edited like a music video. maybe there's a reason why no one can go like, it's not on the web anywhere else. Just, so this whole thing with the daughter coming to visit him while he was in a coma or whatever is because she wanted to get him back in china because she's running the crime syndicate now because she murdered dad and like, and, and she's like, wants him to come back so that she can kill him. So she can just keep everything. Right. Cause there's nobody else. Then it's just her. But then like halfway through a half sister, a legitimate half sister shows up and she's like, she's not really like our soap sister. Opera. Right. This, is so this, is a, this is a movie, not a show. It's a movie. <laughs> and there's like cramming all this. And it's not even a long movie and it's all crammed in. And you're like, what is going on? What was no, the thing that made you put I it to the side? I, honestly, it was the first time that I stopped. I just stopped. Like I had to make dinner or something. So I just, oh, just stopped. put it on just pause and stop. forgot about it. Right. I was like, oh, maybe I should finish this. And then I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't. So, 
It was. I shouldn't. I mean, <laughs> it was. Walk away it, now. <laughs> it, it, it got to the big race, but there's still like half an hour left, and I don't know uh, what we're doing. When something like that doesn't exist, like anywhere else, no one else is talking about it, like mm-hmm. on MDL or something, it really makes you be like, am I. Am I dreaming? Am I alive? What is going on? I literally just looked it up on my phone again, checked Aishi again, and it's still there. Because I was like, (laughs) like, literally, maybe this is a fever dream. Maybe (laughs) It sounds like it. Maybe it's a COVID symptom. I don't know. I'm just, I I don't know. So anyway, if you see it and you think, hey, this looks cool. It's not. Don't don't do it. Just just walk away. I took that bullet. You don't have to. No, just say no. Just say no, kids. Oh, because yeah. So (laughs) on things that were better than that, I did one. I have one holdover from last year that I I think it was last year. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it started in January. I don't know. Anyway, I'm watching Ghost Doctor with Rain and Kimba. Mm -hmm. I'm really enjoying it. I I'm haven't watched this week's episodes yet, but it's just good. It's very classic K-drama shenanigans going on. Rain plays an absolute, you know, dick of a good surgeon. You know, he's the best cardiothoracic surgeon. So, of course, he also has to be a horrible, you know, real human <laughs> being. He does it very well. He's doing a great job. He's very, very good. His character is really good. And sort of the premise initially is that when they talk about the ghost doctor is that when he was in his first year of residence, he performed a very, very complicated surgery that he should have had no idea how to do. And the rumor through the hospital is that he was possessed by the ghost of a surgeon who, who performed surgery through him. Just can't stop working even after death. Yeah. (laughs) So. Just um, just like a surgeon. (laughs) Just like a surgeon. (laughs) So, and then Kim Bum's character shows up and he is an absolute delight. I mean, if you want to talk sunshine and grump, like this is your trope. (laughs) Like it is just, he's a delight, an absolute delight with this grin on his face. He's a genius. He's very, very smart. But he's also very rich. His grandfather is the CEO of the hospital. His mother is one of the directors. His cousin is the VP. And he is being groomed to take over. So grandpa said, you have to be a doctor. You're smart enough. Go to med school. And he was like, I don't want to be a doctor. Be a doctor. So he went to med school. But when it came time to like actually cut into cadavers and stuff, he was like, "Mm, no, this is not for me. I will pay people to like not <laughs> to do this but then decided that when he comes to do his residency at the hospital he needs to do his residency under the best doctor in the hospital and that mm-hmm. would be rain rain's character has no patience for this kid who is mouthy and rich and got in with you know but like the kid knows everything he's like every question you ask him he knows the answer to but do not ask him to pick up a scalpel because he will not know what to do with it he doesn't even know how to hold it properly so he gets like banished down to the er and then yes that's exactly where you want to vanish mm-hmm. someone with no mm-hmm. because oh my in the God. ER, because because rain doesn't want to see him anymore right so he sends him to the er because at least in the er his knowledge could be usable 
I guess. I don't know. I guess. You think like <laughs> internal medicine would be a better place than <laughs> <Yeah>. him. Or... <laughs> a little bit slower you know? where you don't have to actually so, use this scalpel really fast. Like, with your- <laughs> my yeah. guy should just go into like family Medicine. Yeah, family medicine. Yeah, you don't doctors do exactly office. Family medicine. There are so many the one to like look at like throat guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he does radiology. That. Like, he, he looks <laughs> at the scans and he goes, "Oh, this is this." Like he can do that. So do that job. Don't, you get a don't lot be of a money surgeon. Those people too. Yeah. Like, I feel like they're one of the top ones. I don't know. You probably know. Yeah, radiology. <laughs> Yeah, they are. They are. <laughs> it's a very <laughs> highly specialized field that is hard to do. But no, like, let's give him the ER. No, we'll we'll put him in the ERs. He, that's where that's he is. The thing, His- the thing about ER, I gotta <laughs> say though, ER ICU nurses when they go down to the ER, they're like, "Oh crap!" Like, you yeah, don't send people yeah, just no, to go around the not- starter position let's send them to the bloodiest and most hectic place yeah, like high that's, pace that's like where things are going crazy. With no practical skills <laughs> so, in the er uh, a student that he was classmates with is down there played by uh son Nayan from a pink and she has a in her character description she is maybe a medium or can see ghosts or something. We haven't exactly seen that of her. And I'm like halfway through the drama, but you can tell that she <laughs> knows something's up because by the end of the first episode, um, they've focused on Rain's hands. He does this wrist thing and he has this little thing he does before every surgery. And they've focused on this a lot. And you're like, Hmm, this is going to come back later. I think sure enough. By the end of the first episode, Rain has been in a terrible car accident and he oh, no. is needs life-saving surgery. But so does this other patient and all the surgeons are helping <laughs> with this other patient. Nobody and or have been sent away from the hospital. This is a whole big conspiracy um, <laughs> that unravels over the next episodes. There's a whole thing going on. So it's intentional. Like there's nobody to perform this surgery and Rain is like there as a coma goes screaming, like, do this and do this. And he's like, just, and he like goes to like grab Kim Bum and inhabits his body. So performs surgery on himself. Like, <laughs> classic, a classic caper. Fucking right? love it. It's very, love very... It. You, you know that saying that doctors can't perform surgery on themselves? <laughs> but you know, in history, doctors have like um one of the dudes who went to the Arctic did his own appendectomy while awake. Well, th- that's because yeah, yeah, because was- <laughs> there were <laughs> like no other doctors around to help yeah. him, right? Like yeah. it, was <laughs> it was just him. He was alone. Yeah, <laughs> right had to. no, this is whack. I love, this just in a hospital. I love how, Rain, how deranged like, this plot is. Rain, <laughs> it, it's so deranged. It's so crazy. It's very charming though, as well. Like, I mean, Rain is a horrible character for the first maybe four episodes, but he starts to come around, and it's nice because. You can see the redemption arc and it's growing and it's changing and you see why he's kind of a jerk. It's not as self-serving as it seems initially. So that's mm-hmm. nice. And Kim Bum is a delight. The thing that's me with it, I really am enjoying it. I love all the characters. It's quite delightful. He's got a whole group of other comos around the hospital that he's meeting <laughs> and becoming friends with and stuff. It's really 
sweet that way. Very, very typical K-drama stuff. But like the glaring thing is, why doesn't Rain just teach him how to be a doctor? Like why? This seems like a convoluted way to do it, sir. (laughs) Why doesn't he want to learn? Why? Like just start learning start to figure it out like i don't toxic masculinity the doctor version like what's going no. on so <laughs> it's like... it, i haven't got that far yet but what i'm kind of getting is that maybe the reason why he walked into cadaver class and walked away was because because he has trauma he couldn't stand to be around a body and you know do stuff and he's just rich and cute and fun so he kind of got away with it he should just go be a lawyer instead isn't that the other it, rich person it, it, right like, <laughs> but his, as well. his grandfather thinks that if he's a doctor he'll be able to run the hospital better and get more respect from the other doctors in the hospital then just go into family medicine anyway yeah, but if he's so good at like observing and stuff, why doesn't he just go around and observe? Exactly. And then knows There's, everything about everything in the pop, like, and then all over the place. Like he would just yeah. also know tell every everybody else what surgeries area. to do. And you know, there's this is the glaring issue. It's got that one, but other than this one pretty big but glaring issue. It's really very charming. It's very enjoyable. It's just very classic K-drama, you know, shenanigans and it's amusing. So um, that is my only currently airing show that I'm actually maintaining some semblance of something with. I am watching a Japanese drama called My Fair Prince. Um, It's a new romance. It's cute. It's fine. What was the title of that? My Fair Prince. Ah. Or Oshi no Ouija-sama. It would be better if it wasn't a new romance. If it was like he was her long lost brother or something, it would make more sense. It would work better. It just doesn't quite, the chemistry isn't there. And the same age male second lead is um, Dean, what's his name? Food. Fuji, Fuji, I can't remember his last name right it's, now. Uh, but Fuji, Fuji Yaka. Fuji Yaka? Yeah, yeah, yeah Fuji Yaka. And yeah, he's, he's great. gorgeous and he has he's, chemistry yeah. with a block of wood. So, like, it's very impossible to believe that this woman would want this <laughs> kid who has no, like, he's fine. He's fine. But no, like, nobody compares, like, really, nobody compares to Dean. And the premise of it is a little odd because she creates video games. She, she helped create with Dean, Dean's character. They started their own business and created this Atome game that became wildly popular. And the main character is based on sort of her ideal type. And when she first meets this kid, he looks exactly like the character she created in her video game. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. But like, that doesn't, that's not a healthy way to build a relationship like he's a high school dropout and she runs a company like it just you just are like no I don't see girl, how you can't why fix him. you can't no, fix him like girl it, don't do it and I mean you can but it's like, never it's worth it smacks of it kind of smacks of grooming because he's mm. so young and she's so far in her life and he and she's fixing him she's mm. teaching him how to be an adult and that's 
not really like, a good you, basis you, for a relationship. Are you his mother? Or... Right? <laughs> so that's, yeah. Just and then he, there's also- sound good to me. <laughs> like, like, it's very, cool. it's cute-ish, but like, it doesn't have that, that thing that mm. a noon romance needs in order to like, get past that age gap. Yeah, like the, the younger guy needs to be mature. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, why would an older yeah, woman like, be interested in him? I love Kimmy Wapetto, but mm. in that he is very mature for his age. He has goals. He has dreams. You know, he's trying for things. Mm. He's in a bad circumstance in life, but it's not like he's not defeated and, and yeah, whatever. Yeah. The other thing is that Dean is her same age, second lead. The girl who is his same age, second lead, who's in love with him. She's a huge fan of this video game. She became a fan of this video game because they were classmates in high school. And he basically ran away from home and disappeared. And she always wondered what happened to him and worried about him. And because he was a good kid and he was nice and he was her classmate and she, she always had a crush on him. And so when she first saw this video game and saw that it looked so much like him, she would play the video game because she could pretend that she knew that he was okay. He was out there somewhere. That's this sad. is so much a better pick for you. Like she that's, loves that's, you. That's, yeah. Not just that's, what you look like. It's still like, sad though. Like it is. It's very, you know. I started watching Lucky With You. It's a C-drama from last year with Johnny Quang. Um, I don't know if I'm going to keep going. Everybody I know who watched it basically watched half the drama on Fast Forward. So that doesn't bode well. But it's when the two leads are together, it's great. They're just not together enough. And when they're not together, they're not in it. If they're on screen, they're together. It's like somebody pitched a 16-episode K-drama rom-com. And the network went, great, we love it. We'd like 50 episode Weekender. And the writer went, but it's 16. I don't, what do you, where am I pulling these extra episodes out? So all those little minor side characters that are really just plot devices, they're never meant to be in more than one or two episodes, are characters now. And they have entire Mm -hmm. plot lines and stories and like, why why are you here what I don't care you have nothing to do with anything go back to the background where you belong so there's a lot to fast forward through that has nothing to do with the story but on the face Johnny is a you know the son of a, a his dad owns a business and his dad is into shady dealings and you know shenanigans but his son is a pretty good kid who volunteers his time with a rescue agency. So like you first meet him, he's like rappelling down a cliff to save people from a car accident. Like he's a good kid. His dad thinks he's lazy because he won't take over the business. And you're like, that's not really lazy. That's not how that works, but okay. And the dad, like when we first meet the dad, it's because he's getting held at knife point by a former employee who he, not technically illegally, but basically ruined this guy's life, stole his life's work and ruined his life. And then the son starts getting, Johnny's character starts getting death threats. And at no point does the dad go, you know, I'm a really shady businessman. Maybe, maybe people are threatening my son's life because of me. No, it's because his son is a ne'er-do-well and clearly gotten himself into something. But 
they have to hire him a bodyguard. And the bodyguard is a beautiful woman who is very, very good at her job. When the bodyguard and the kid are together, it is great. It's so delightful. When they're not on screen, it's really boring. So <laughs> I kind of wanted to pick that one up because if there's a female character doing like bodyguard or SWAT stuff, like yeah, I to watch it. <laughs> it's, it's weirdly frustrating though because she's clearly very, very good at her job, but for some reason her boss doesn't like her. And tells her she's not good at her job. And I don't know. So the reason why she's there at the hostage situation is because the only job her boss will give her is like essentially running errands. Like she's been hired to go pick up some legal documents and drop them off Mm. at another building, protect them kind of thing. And then she sees the guy take the other guy hostage and, and then she forks it all. There's some cute side characters like her friend is okay she's not great but she's okay and his best friend uh runs a a restaurant and he's kind of cute and funny he's played by the um chatterbox guy from king's avatar who Mm -hmm. i adore so i kind of enjoy watching him i don't know i and okay and this is the thing if it was 24 episodes i'd be like you know what this is okay i can i can push through it's 40 episodes (laughs) Too many episodes. That, it, that's many. that's nope. a lot. <laughs> oh, a lot of pushing through. You know, I'm on episode eight, and I feel like I've fast forwarded probably three episodes worth so far. So, I have a feeling it's going to fall to the wayside, but you never know. It could. Stick. <laughs> you never know. It's Johnny, and I love Johnny. So, and I just started this week. I started 46 Days. It's a Thai drama with Bifern. She's adorable in it. It's very cute. She's a like mukbang artist who works for a company that provides very, very crappy food for her to eat. And she does a really good job selling this stuff, but um, a couple of times forgets to turn her camera off before she yaks oh. up the food <laughs> and loses her job. There's another influencer who's much more popular than her named Wisa, who hates her guts. They hate each other. Her best friend, Noina, finds out her boyfriend's cheating on her and then breaks up with him and then happens to bump into this doctor who she knew when she was in high school and had a crush on. And so now she's decided that she should be with this doctor. That's the universe put him in her path. Obviously she should be with this guy. She had a crush on in high school. Unfortunately, um, the main character, Ying Ying, bumped into this doctor shirtless in the first episode. So we know that <laughs> he's obviously meant for her, not for her best friend. Obviously um, when you it, see him undressed. That's a classic meat cute, you know? <laughs> he's clearly got one of those those tie boy contracts the shirtless contract because about every other episode he is shirtless that's <laughs> not a bad thing he he looks well without clothes it's funny it's a little over the top but it's over top in the right ways at the right times um so it's called 46 days because they discover that the doctor is getting married in 46 days and so Noina wants to break up this wedding so that she can have him because he's clearly meant for her. 
Ying Ying wants to break up the wedding because she's met the doctor a couple of times. He's a really nice dude. And who is he marrying? Evil Wisa. And she wants to destroy her. And she's like, nah, this guy is too good to be married to that horrible piece of human trash. So like, I will enjoy the next 46 days of my life very much. Thank you. And shenanigans. So it's very cute, very amusing Jenny plays her sister in it and she plays Jenny as a, a trans actress who is plays a trans character in this oh, so cool. yeah Jenny's um, awesome Jenny's and she's, it's she's and they've done some really nice things like I said when it's serious it's serious when it needs to be so like Jenny is silly too and they have this silly sisterhood thing going on I don't know what it is, but it's just exactly the right drama. I picked it up this week and I'm like, this is exactly what I want to be watching right now. So it's very good. It's very cute. I don't know. It's just fun. I'm just enjoying it. So it's kind of long for a Thai drama. It's 18 episodes, but I'm glad I wasn't watching it one episode at a time. Like, you know, because that's a, yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) So I think that's it. I think I've just decided that I just... I can't right now. I need to just binge things. I need them, the episodes to be there when I want to watch them. And yeah, I, I, it's a whole yeah. different experience. Like it is, it is like <laughs> so I'm, much I'm better. Be honest, like I, while I am enjoying, like not me and I'm like real invested in it. I wish it was a binge. Yeah, you always do that thing where like you want to watch something you're like oh man I have all this time right now to do it yeah and then you you Mm -hmm. can't because it's Mm -hmm. like airing so you've like watched all of it but like the next time you have a big chunk you won't like have the things I was I was behind (laughs) I think I watched like the first four episodes of Ghost Doctor and then didn't watch it for a couple of weeks and then it was like oh perfect like there's like four episodes I'll I'll just watch but like the last episode wasn't wasn't subbed oh yeah no then that's also another thing where (laughs) we'll be like hey you wanted to watch that last episode before spoilers nope we're gonna spend like a week trying to sub it you and know, also, they will sometimes in the and they are going to spoil it. spoil it themselves. And you're like, I, how so come much. you have this scene subbed and your paying customers <laughs> don't? Right. <laughs> I I have Vicky, like the the main Vicky Twitter, blocked because I don't want to. Every and time I, they every time they do. Oh it. Yeah. no, they almost did it with happiness, but it was like it threw me off because I started following them on tiktok and they, at that time they hadn't been doing a lot on tiktok and then all of a sudden they were like bam happiness scenes and i'm like but you don't have this subbed yet i hate you <laughs> well clearly they do <laughs> like that's Stop all i have again. to say yeah so yeah no i have them blocked because uh, i should so that i won't see that <laughs> stuff and then i followed their like status update one just so that I can see that stuff. It's just hard. Sometimes they actually say something like, hey, we've got like, we're getting this. Like I remember with when Crime Puzzle, the first time that I saw it pop up was the Vicky TikTok announced Mm -hmm. that they were getting all of Crime Mm -hmm. Puzzle. And it was like the week before they were getting Crime Puzzle. And I was like, that's cool. And then a couple of days later, they finally did on all the other social media. And so I'm like, what if they do that with other things? Yeah. I can't just block them. 
know. I'll just, uh, I'll just have to just trust that I follow enough other people who will <laughs> put something onto my timeline and help me out because it got to be too annoying. It's too annoying to be like, hey, I can't watch this episode, but you've already spoiled it and you didn't provide subs yet. Like, that's crazy. But your spoiler has subs. So clearly you have (laughs) subs somewhere that you're just not releasing to us. Mm -hmm. The people who pay for your service. Oh, well, Coco is my actual friend. We're mutuals on Twitter. So I did want to bring up something funny about me trying to find the old drama, You're Beautiful. So it's on Vicky Plus. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, okay, since I have a Cocoa account, I went over to Cocoa. Thing is, Cocoa, evidently the Cocoa search bar is finicky as Oh, it is. It is. Oh, it is. It is. That's like. Because I I wrote it without an apostrophe and with one. You fool. Yeah, you have to be no matter No matter how you write, you're beautiful. You cannot make it come up, but you just have to put in the word beautiful and then it shows up with other dramas. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fine. Uh-huh. That's just the way I have to go about it. That but is one their thing downfall. I'm wa- sorry. I'll, I'll talk yeah. to them. I'll DM them. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I like, I really do like Coca-Cola subs and stuff, but it was like, man. But then also I wanted to say, like, I'm way into the binging stuff too, but I also know there's going to be drum- new dramas coming out yeah. soon that I'm going to really want to watch. Mm-hmm. that's hard mm-hmm. you always get caught up you're like okay I'm yeah. gonna do it I'm gonna go back to airing because I want to be around when people are talking about it and not get spoiled or like be mm-hmm. just a part of it and then you're like mm-hmm. I hate this why did I do this to myself <laughs> yes <laughs> yes exactly so we will see what the coming months brings for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next month, tune in to see if we're still all yeah. binging or if we're oh, watching up, like, currently airing. <laughs> well, well, we will because like... uh, the Olympics is helping a little bit. Oh, that's I'll yeah. watching the Olympics. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. And on that note, this has been another episode of what we're watching with the certified Nunas. Uh, we hope you enjoyed listening. If you want to have links to everything we talked about and time cuts, you got to go to our website, certifiednunas.com, our home on the web, where every single episode has links and everything. But you can listen to us on pretty much everywhere podcasts can be found. Uh, we are we are everywhere. We are om- omnipotent in the podcast uh, streaming Very creepy. situation. We're, we're always uh, just peeking around the corner. <laughs> we're, always, we're always there, just waiting. Uh, if you'd like to support this podcast, you can go to Patreon. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash certified nunas to become a member of the certified found family. Uh, we love our found family. They really like support us and have for a really long time. And we think they are chef's kiss. They're the best. And we thank every single mm-hmm. one of them. Uh, if you want to find us on social media, it's always at Certified Nunas One Word. Uh, we're on pretty much all of them, but mostly Twitter and Instagram are the places you can find us. Anyway, we hope you have a great week. You wash your hands, wear masks, keep safe, and as always, keep enjoying Asian entertainment. Bye. 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 Bye.